You are now tuned in to the AddictedToSuccess.com podcast, where geniuses, entrepreneurs, and next-level game-changers share their juicy little secrets on achieving massive success. This is the advice you wish you heard years ago. Be prepared and take note as we expose the realness and the raw of what it takes to be successful on AddictedToSuccess.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Addicted to Success podcast. I'm your host, Joel Brown, and I'm here today with Brandon T. Adams, who is an inventor, an entrepreneur, an author, and the host of Live to Grind. Uh, Brandon and I actually met on set at the Think and Grow Rich filming session, and uh, if Brandon and I just hit it off straight away, this guy is absolute energy and this guy is ready to rock and roll and share with you some amazing words of wisdom. So Brandon, welcome to the Addicted to Success podcast. What's up, man? Thank you so much for having me on. I got to say that that day in that room, it was you and me and John Lee Dumas filming for Think. And I don't know what it is, but the energy in that room was energy I won't ever forget. And it was fun. And it, after here, that was the first time actually meeting you in person and hearing your story. And got to, by the way, firsthand front up seat, like front row, hearing your story, which is so powerful. And it was fun, man. It's honored to, to be a part of that film with you. Uh, thank you, brother. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know what it was that day too. I, I was feeling that there was a lot of flow in the room and uh, everyone was tapping into that emotion and they were all, you know, all in on, on delivering value. Cause that's really what it's about, right? Like I see you creating a lot of content. I see you in front of a camera quite often. So tell us a little bit about this. What, what are you up to now with live to Grind? Yeah, man. So I guess I kind of just give you a background of how I even got in this world because a lot of people don't know. So they see me online, they see I have a TV show and stuff, but they don't know that I grew up in a town of 750 people in, in Iowa and I grew up in an ice business. And by, believe it or not, Joel, you can actually make money selling frozen water. Uh, my, dad, <laughs> my dad started that in 86. I was born in 89 and my whole life, I got to see him work with customers. And we're talking like, you got trucks, you have employees, you have all these different, well, I call it headaches at times, all these tangible things, unlike the online world. And I just got to see what it's like to be a, a real like small business entrepreneur. And I bought that company out three years ago. And so it, it, it's one of those businesses that it'll, it'll run itself, but it kind of got me into this entrepreneurship thing. And where I got to really lead up to live to grind is it was 2012, which I'm eight. I feel like that was so long ago. 2012 is what 17 now, dude. Um, yeah. and anyways, I invented this product called the Arctic stick and you can find it on Amazon. It, it doesn't sell much, but it's a product out there. I, I was obsessed with it. It cools and flavors drinks. I spent three and a half years and a hundred grand to get this baby to market. And I was basically funding this through doing real estate, selling real estate in the weekends. I, I had a license at one time, uh, working in corporate, actually working and managing eight different distribution centers and 50 employees, which, you know, what half of them were twice my age. I was 22 at the time. And I was doing all these different things to fund this invention. And on the last leg of funding, what I did is I, I went to Kickstarter, kickstarter.com and to do a crowdfunding campaign. And I ended up doing a crowdfunding campaign. We only raised like 26 grand, but I realized how 
hard it is to raise money. People don't just give you money. You know that, Joel. Like, they don't just hand you yeah. money. You got to give value. And I saw a problem in the market. Most people were failing and I want to be the best at it. So I spent 2015 traveling country and that's when I launched the University of Young Entrepreneurs, which is now the Live to Grind podcast show. And I started interviewing people and just using my podcast show as a way to to get different deals done. And it led to crowdfunding. And we raised last year, was, it was $1.5 million in crowdfunding campaigns. And we actually funded uh, three different companies. So we funded an event. We funded uh, my own TV show, Ambitious Adventures. And we funded, while well, the film we're in, Think and Grow Rich, The Legacy. And, you know, it's been quite a journey. But the whole thing with Live to Grind is, and you know, it's, it's grinding every single day. And, but also, I mean, you have a break here and there, but always like working towards your goal and bettering yourself. And it's not easy. So many people and they see like for you, you have a great platform, great podcast show here and you've done a lot of things, but I saw and said, and I heard you tell your stories. Like you, you were what you were, you were actually what guarding snakes, some with snakes, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Catching snakes and lizards and kangaroos up in yeah. the desert before I uh, left and, and, and took on a to S full time. Yeah. Yeah. How many people know about that stuff? Like those are the things like I, I delivered ice. I slinged frozen water and you, you were catching snakes. And those are the things we had to do at the <laughs> beginning to, to grind our way up to the opportunities we have today. And you know, it, for anybody listening, it doesn't happen overnight. And I know as entrepreneurs, you have to like have patience, which is hard for us because we're just, we want it tomorrow. We want it now, but you got to learn to be patient and be able to work for it. And over time, you're going to build it up. Even at, at our age, I mean, we have a long ways ahead of us. And when we surround ourselves with the Tony Robbins of the world or, or you have um, heck, a Grant Cardone's or anybody else out there that have some age on us and they've, they've had more season on us, They've achieved a lot, but again, they've been through a lot of things along the way. So it doesn't happen overnight. You got to learn to be patient, but you have to work hard for it too, man. Yeah. Amen, brother. I believe it 110%. We haven't covered this on the Addictive to Success podcast yet. Uh, the crowdfunding point that you made there before of raising 1.5 million for a few companies. Now, there are people that are listening right now, and I've had people reach out to me via email, Facebook asking about how they can raise money, whether it's for a charity or for yeah. a business idea, for their startup, whatever it is. And I find that like a lot of people can set up a page, but they don't necessarily have the, uh, the, the crowd or the following to be able to inspire them to then want to give you that funding. So like, how did you manage to get a well of people to give away 1.5 million? Because that's a, that's a pretty awesome amount. Yeah, I, they just need people like you and I to be on their team. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, it's funny because I'm looking at the, the Think campaign, which was very fun, and it, we raised a lot of money, but like you and I actually, you were a part of that. Like we, we actually were big uh, people that directed a lot of traffic to the campaign. Yeah. But no, it, it comes down to, so anybody, if you're listening right now and you have an idea, you have a business, you, you want to raise money. And I, I created a, a formula. I even wrote a whole book on this. And it's called Keys to the Crowd, Unlocking the Power of Crowdfunding. And I have this formula, the FUND formula, acronym FUND. So F, forethought, U, utilize marketing plan, N, narrative, D, deliver value. And by the way, this formula is what you can literally apply to anything in life. And for crowdfunding, your forethought process is preparing for your campaign. So many people 
just put a campaign up and they think it's going to succeed. They feel like they're just going to get overnight success. They're going to be the next potato salad campaign they did on Kickstarter. They raised $55,000 selling potato salad. That's not going to happen. You got to prepare for your campaign. You need to do Facebook ads prior to your actual campaign. You got to build up your email list. You got to warm up the audience and prepare for your offer. And when you launch, you call on your audience to back the campaign because you have to get 30 to 40% of your total funding goal in the first 48 hours. Otherwise, your chances of success are going to be very slim. And what, what happens is with the algorithm, with Kickstarter, Indiegogo, it, all that attraction that goes to the page, it'll basically put you up on the front of the search engine, which gets you organic traffic, which actually is pennies from heaven it's from people you don't know. At that point, it builds the momentum. So, the first step is your fourth up, preparing for your campaign. The next one is utilizing your marketing plan. So this is more than just doing a tweet and a share on Facebook. This is putting money in Facebook ads. This is getting influencers to send a, a very strategic email to their list that's saying, hey, back this campaign and be a part of this. It's putting in custom audiences and retargeting people that go to your page. It's going on podcast shows like this. It's getting different blogger friends to do a blog about you. And then it's grinding every single day, sending emails, asking favors for somebody to back your campaign or send it to their 100,000 email list. That is the marketing plan. And that's, I've done some of the biggest campaigns with influencers where we had millions of emails go out on day one and spent tens of thousands of dollars. And the work involved in this is just insane. Actually, a fun fact, who, when we did the Think and Grow Rich campaign, mm-hmm. one of the guys that worked with us was John Triganis. He actually was the guy that worked with the campaign for Super Troopers. You ever watch Super Troopers, Joel? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I even saw that campaign. Didn't they do like a funny video? They they did over five million. They they had a funny video. They had a, a lot of funny things that was a conversation piece that people talked about it and they shared it. And well, it, it raised over five million. But even that campaign, I mean, they spent so much money on marketing and, and influencers on board and everything else. So the moral story is you have to promote to the max. You have to, it's a numbers game. If you have a bunch of influencers between the email list and the audience, you got to have a bunch of numbers and you look at the percentages. Okay. If we get, let's say 400,000 email lists, we have 20 million uh, Facebook followers between the influencers do a, a conversion, right? Here's what your number is. Simple as that. Um, a little more complicated, but yeah. So it's a numbers game. Uh, the next step is your narrative and it's storytelling. And this is for anything. You have to tell a great story. And through the video, you have to have a, a great story compelling. What is the campaign you're doing? Why am I watching this video? You have seven seconds. You literally have seven seconds to get the person's attention. Why are you watching? What you get in return and then call to action. And then through the copy on the page, tell the story. The copy and the video is what sells the campaign, what gets people motivated to actually give you money. And then the last part, D, deliver value. It's in the value, man. Like, what do they get in return? At the end of the day, people want something. And not, it's hard to give, have people give it in from their heart. You need to give them something of value. And whether that's being an extra in a film or giving them a great product at a discounted offer or just giving them something that they can't get anywhere else and they feel like it's a no-brainer. They just have to pledge And at that point, if you do those four components, you prepare for your campaign, you promote to the max, you tell a great story, and you offer value, that is the formula to crowdfunding success. And that's literally what I've seen all the successful campaigns, the ones that make and don't, 
that formula is why they, how they've been able to raise the money. And that's what we, with our clients, that's what we, we actually implement. And I mean, that goes to everything, not just crowdfunding. That goes for selling. It goes for selling anything, anything you ever do in life. You got to prepare for your success. You have to be marketing. And that's why, you, like you said, I'm always creating videos. I'm promoting myself. And, and you have to be able to storytell. Storytelling is the most powerful thing we have. Whatever religion you are, I mean, you look at the Bible. It's the most powerful story we have. You look at Chicken Soup for the Soul. Mm. We, we, interviewed Chick, uh, we interviewed him for our actual film, Ambitious Adventures. And his book, it sold over 500 million copies. Jack Canfield sold over 500 million copies of his book. <laughs> and he sold the franchise for $100 million. And you know what? That book is stories. It's, it's full of stories. So if you can be a storyteller as an entrepreneur, you can be a great speaker, you can be a great seller, podcaster, TV host, you name it. So tell a story. And the last one, just add value, man. Just, just simply add value. As you know, you add so much value to your audience and to the people that buy your awesome programs. It's because you're giving them value in return. That value is worth everything they pay. So add value. If you do that, dude, you're golden. <laughs> Amazing, man. Thank you so much for that breakdown. That was such a good breakdown. I love it. There's anyone that's listening that, uh, you know, is looking at launching a, a crowdfunding campaign. You better be taking note because that's a breakdown. That's official right there. <laughs> that, that campaign is what that, that formula is what raised people millions of dollars and spent mm. countless hours. I mean, I used to sit, I look back when I first started, I would sit online. I spent hours upon hours basically looking on kickstarter.com and just looking at what worked, what didn't. I was like, a, I felt like a geek. And I, <laughs> like, I was like, I'm this nerd searching all these different campaigns, but that's what I learned. I, I, at that time, I didn't know what it was like to, to run other campaigns. And then I started doing some and some failed, some didn't. And then I had one that hit and that really just kind of opened doors. Yeah. Yeah, it's all experimentation. You never know. You got to test, right? Test and tweak. Uh, I love that you mentioned Jack Canfield. Uh, We had Jack Canfield on maybe two episodes ago, and he was saying that that whole idea of chicken soup for the soul, he actually pitched that to his team, and a number of people hated it so much that they actually left his company. They didn't believe in his dream. He's going on to, like you said, go off and sell that company for hundreds of millions. It's, it's insane, man. It's like, it just shows you like, don't listen to other people. If you have that vision or that dream that has come to you, that is birthed within you, it's there for the taking and, and like, you've got to share that with the world. So nobody you know. can see your dream like you. I mean, I, I am going to support yeah. people all day. I want to help them become successful, but I will never see it the way they see it from their perspective. And again, like I can tell in the eye of the tiger, like I look at you, you say you're going to do something. If I, I can see in your face, if you're going to make it or not. And it's literally that pure passion and drive and grit that, Hey, I will do this and I will make it happen. Yep. Yep. That's right, brother. One thing that I wanted to touch on uh, that you mentioned, which I feel is really important, is that whole collaboration, right? Like uh-huh. getting people together. Obviously, you have affiliates. Uh, having people uh, band together and share from the mailing list on the same day with the same message to really get it out there. I, I saw a piece that one of my friends shared the other day, and it was really powerful. He said that uh, if you ever look at the – they're called um, Belgian horses, and they're huge – and when they are pulling a cart by themselves, they can pull about 8,000 pounds. Yeah. Now, if they have a partner, uh, another Belgian horse, and 
if this is the first time that they've had that Belgian horse with them, uh, they can pull up to around about 24,000 pounds together. Okay. And this is without even knowing each other. If they have trained together and know each other, they can pull anywhere between 30,000 to 40,000 pounds together. That's incredible. It's compounded when you have people that work together because it's not just you pulling the weight. In, again, I'm, I'm going to go straight to thinking rich. I know we both like really appreciate this book by Napoleon Hill, but it, it's the power of a mastermind. It's the power. It's like you look at a, a, a battery. One battery has only so much voltage, but when you put a number of batteries together, the voltages are stronger. It's like when you put yeah. multiple minds together, the ether between them and the collaboration is something that you can only get with a group of people. So the power of collaboration and doing crowdfunding campaigns, a book launch, or working on even your team, like your team is everything. I like just give me an example. I, I just got offered a big speaking opportunity and I, I didn't know quite all the negotiation I should do, but what I did is I literally threw a Slack channel, sent it to my team, and they, they pointed out things that I didn't see because I just I couldn't see from the angle I was looking at it, but they pointed things out to me that helped me make a better decision. So mm. having a team, a soundboard, that can help you make the right decisions during your journey because like you and I, we're making decisions every single day. And sometimes, I mean, we're going to make mistakes. You make enough decisions, you are going to make mistakes. But if you have a team <laughs> around you, that helps you. You have a team around you that helps you and gives you feedback. They can actually help you make the right decision and grow even bigger. And for me along the way, like again, I'm 27 years old and I have uh, my, actually a guy that's been with me, Andrew Zalaski, he's been with me five years. He's 44. He's like literally the, the mastermind behind our brand and nobody ever sees him. And he's really been a mentor and, and somebody to me that's really helped me give insight for everything that I do. He's actually built my brand from the ground up ground up and I'm just a guy that's in front of the scenes, but somebody like that who, who understands the, the things to do, he's more seasoned than me. And when you have enough of those people around you, your mentors and your team, you, you go faster, you go, you go longer, uh, you can go farther. There's so much more you can do. And I, I know you appreciate it. Chapter 10, the mastermind principle and thinking to rich. I live off of that. That is honestly one of the biggest components to my success is the people I've surrounded myself with. Yes, yes. Golden advice, mate. Thank you for sharing. Brennan, what advice would you share with young entrepreneurs? Yeah, I love this because this is like literally what I, I preach on. I'm always preaching to my, my younger version of myself when I was 20 years old and I didn't really know I was energetic and, and I wanted to do big thing. I just didn't know what. And the big thing is first I mean, you got to try different things. You need to learn from your experience. Again, my early beginnings, I thought I was going to turn this invention Arctic stick into a product that made me hundreds of millions of dollars. No, it led me to being on front of a camera and then speaking in front of audiences. I mean, that was my beginning. I learned from that. But for any listening, if you're a younger entrepreneur, you're getting started, you want to get into this game. First, think about what you enjoy to do. What are you going to be passionate about? Because when you're passionate about something, you're going to work the extra mile. You're going to, you're going to actually go the extra mile to be able to do the things you need to do to get past the obstacle. So, what are you passionate about? What do you like to do? Figure out a way to package it up and sell it. But also, where do you want to go with it? What is your goal one, two, three, five, ten 10 years from now? Because if you don't know what your tangible goals are, I'm telling you, write these down. Be very specific. What are your goals and how are you exactly going to get there? If you're going to become a millionaire, how many packages do you have to sell for your services to get to that millionaire status? 
Think about that. And then my next best tip and advice is find that, so, that somebody that's already achieved it. There's, we're just repeating history. Find somebody who's already achieved what you want to achieve and follow in their footsteps. Learn from them. Study what they've done. And heck, call them up or email them and offer to add them value. Not just like, hey, be like, hey, will you mentor me? It's like, hey, I will work for you for free and I'll do whatever it is. I just want to learn from you. Whatever you need, I will do it. Spend the next six months working with them and they may not pay you, but you know what? The knowledge they give you will be worth millions in the long run. And that's one thing that I've learned and I've applied that's really helped me is just finding people that have been so much farther ahead than me, learn from them, get their mentorship. And then once you're in their circle, heck, you can charge whatever you want. You can literally do things at a higher level and you're in front of the line. So find somebody who's already achieved what you want to achieve and follow in their footsteps, learn from them and heck, become friends with them. Yes, yes. I love that you touched on that. You know, I think that that first step leads you to a place you never thought you could go before. And the reason being is, the perfect example is, I've had times where I've seen sales pages that have done really well, you know, and I've looked at it and I've gone, well, this is cool and I'm going to take a little bit of this and a little bit of that, but I'm going to create it in my own way and I do that and then I'm wondering why I'm not getting the same results and that's because I'm not modeling well enough. Yeah. And so, you know, that's just, that's one example. There's sales pages, there's mastermind groups, there's even creating content on videos. So what I understand now is go in and model what that person has done. That's playing at the top of the industry that you're in or in the space that you're in, model it to a T as much as you can. Obviously you show up there and it's you in your words, but model it as much as you can when it comes to structure and layout and everything. And then go in with the open mind that this is going to evolve. This is going to change and will be molded into the way that that, that is you. Uh, but in the beginning, man, it's there's no point in you know that whole reinventing the wheel. Like if something works and is getting results, you better bet that that person has tested the hell out of it before you came along. <laughs> Isn't that the truth though? It so yeah. many people want to go their own route. It's pride. It, it's, it's pride. It's man. pride. Don't let your ego get involved. <laughs> Again, I, or I, or I some entrepreneurs can be super creative, right? Like some yeah. of them, are, like let that creativity take over uh, the fact that like sometimes you just need to model. Well, I mean, Russell Brunson, he created ClickFunnels and when he started out, yeah. he really just what he did is he, he saw the, the sites that were working and they modeled it. And again, he didn't copy it. He just saw what they used and created his own kind of version in that way. Because why reinvent the wheel? Look what's already working and, and do it your own way, just like you said. So yeah, don't reinvent the wheel. But yeah, creativity is good as well. I mean, we get in these flow states and I like, Talk about flow. Again, back in that room when we, we both were on set filming, we both are on camera a lot, but we were all in a flow state. And I believe it's that collaboration of people in the room. When you're in a flow state and you're just letting the words go out and you're not even in your head, you're just literally flowing. You don't even know where it came from. That's creativity. And that's when you hit your, your zen, like your real flow state. And I've had some of the most powerful things happen from that. And it, it's, it's a great time when it comes. And when it does come, let it flow. <laughs> <laughs> that's it yeah I remember walking in I was with my friend Ben at the time we came in and, and you were there and you're like Joel what's up man it's so great to meet you you just had this like uh, a charisma about you you had yeah. this confidence and that definitely rubbed off 
you know, and then hoping, you know, for me, it was like, oh, I hope that that rubs off on the next person too. And it, it's just crazy how it works like that. It's like when you walk into a room of, of positivity and creation and, you know, innovation and powerful. Uh, everyone is like they're supporting and enthusiastic. It's super powerful. So, Brandon, how do you really tap into that confidence that you have and that charisma? Yeah, yeah. So, every single day I do a warrior chant. And here it goes something like this. So what I do is I, I, I get out of a hot, cold shower and I, this actually, I stole this from in the book, the power of habit. So in the morning I take a shower, it's, it's really hot, really cold, really hot, and then end on really cold, it jolts your body. And then I do a chant and it's more of my affirmation. It's, it's like this. My name is Brennan T. Adams. I am the most successful entrepreneur on my time. I will not accept defeat. I will not accept failure. Whatever in my mind conceives and believes in mind achieves, I will impact 1 billion lives in a positive way by December 31st, 2019. I'll do this through inspiration, motivation, education, through the power of speaking, podcasting, online education, masterminds, events, my TV show. I'm a top influencer of the millennials. Whatever my mind conceives and believes in mind achieves, I hit my chest and I scream. I do that every single day. And, wow. and this is me reaffirming what I am and what I'm becoming and what I'm doing. And I, I say this. So I played rugby in college. I played football. You know, in football, we hit helmets. In rugby, we did a cheer, a, a rant. We did all these things like we're going to go to battle. Why not do that every single day of your life for, for your work? And for me, that's just my way to pump myself up. It, I'm not telling you to go after your shower to go hit your chest and scream in the mirror. But if you do, just so you know, your girlfriend may or significant other may be like, what are you doing? But they get it now. But seriously, like that is my way to get in a positive mindset and be ready to take on my day. For you, what is the thing that you do every day that gets you ready to knock it out of the park and just take it on as if your life depended on it? I love this, man. I love it. Because, you know, I really believe that success is a habit. More of what you do is more of who you become. Yeah. And so is. you've got to really pay attention to like, we have positive habits and we have negative habits. And uh, I was speaking with somebody last night and we we're talking about having more time for an additional business or having more time to focus on your own business. And, and what I said was like, sometimes all you need to do is check in and see what are my habits and what am I distracted by? Because if you can remove them, you become more powerful in the area that you desire. And some people are thinking they need more time, more money, more energy, but really what they need is they need to remove distractions. So minimizing on certain things can also give you that positive effect as well. And I love that like you're maximizing uh, in the time that you do have available in the morning to, to really uh, show up with as much energy and as much enthusiasm as possible. So I really love that. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, again, I think everybody should have their own thing that starts your day off. And, and it, I really think fitness is another thing. I mean, it, for me, it's giving me the most creativity and it's, it's allowed me to unlock some full potential, but also keeps me sane. Because again, when you got a lot of things going on, you're looking at a computer or you're on camera, like you need a little break. So go to the gym or go for a run, go for a walk, whatever it may be, create yoga class and uh, get that, get that break and then come back at it. And that's, again, I, I don't know. That's another key to me is like working out. <laughs> Yeah. So, Brandon, what is your favorite part of Think and Grow Rich? Yeah, I, you know, I, I was reading chapter, uh, it was chapter, 
was it 10 yesterday, the mastermind, actually I read chapter 10 today, the mastermind. And I was reading the chapter every single day. I read the book, by the way, Joel. And sometimes I only read a couple pages. Sometimes I read a full chapter and it always gives me these ideas because I see what the people before us had done and how they achieved things and just gives me ideas for my own, my own endeavors. But the one thing I get out of the book is this, and this is what I take away. And I really, you could read, you could read the first chapter and you literally could get the answer what the key to success is. And for me, it's whatever your mind conceives and believes your mind achieves, whatever you think about the most, what you become, if you think you can do it, you can, and you believe in yourself, other people see that and they will follow you, attract you and help you achieve it. But also just keep going. That's one thing. Just keep going. You look at Henry Ford, how many times they told him it can't be done. We can't make this machine that goes, uh, we'll give you faster horses. We can't give you this T-Mobile. But he said, just keep going, keep going. And eventually became a reality. And the same for Thomas Edison. How many times where he was going to create electricity and Marconi and all these stories, all these things, they were so focused, determined. They had a strategic plan. They had people surrounded themselves to help them get there. They didn't stop until they got it. And they are the iconic mm-hmm. figures of our, basically, of this created this, this country and, and what we have today. So, my thing is, just keep going. Have a strategic plan. Believe in yourself. And, and, and don't stop until you get it. And that's what I got out of Thinking Rich. And I read it when I was 21 years old, 20, 20 actually, 20 years old. I, I didn't really know. I, I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur and take over the family ice business. But I didn't really know what I was capable of doing. I wasn't thinking big enough. At the time, I was in college. I got like a 1.68 GPA in college. I actually uh, got kicked out of my dorm for doing just some bad things my, my freshman year. Uh, I wasn't the smartest kid, and I was uh, doing a lot of things that weren't, uh, I guess, towards my goals. But then after reading the book, I realized, you know what? It doesn't matter who I am, a kid from a small town of 750 people. It doesn't matter that I, I'm not the smartest kid. What matters is if I really commit to a goal and don't stop, I will achieve anything in life. And I've, I've taken that book and that, that whole mental attitude since then. And it's, I've never stopped. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Brandon, what has been one of the biggest mistakes that you've made in your life that you know you're like, I'm never going back there again. I'm never doing that again. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we can learn from your mistakes. You know, that's, yeah. a, that's a key is to learn from others mistakes too. You know, so I want to share, I shared this story here a little a while back and it's a failure story that I will never forget about. And I don't know, honestly, if it's a mistake, but it, it did, it did actually lead me to a better direction. So 2014, I had this idea to start a product development company and I had spent like three, four months on this project and I had $750,000 of investment lined up and I actually moved to, it was to Des Moines, Iowa and I, I was going to start a company. And I, I, my girlfriend at the time and she's still my girlfriend now, she actually, I told her I quit her job, full-time paying job, quit her job to start a company with me. We got our apartment, we moved to the city, had my office picked out, I had heck, the pictures picked, I had everything picked out, man. And at the last minute, the deal didn't go through. And I basically turned it down and I lost it all. I, I didn't, oh, I didn't have dear. the money. I, um, I didn't know how I was going to pay rent. I, I, I just didn't know what, what I was going to do. And I, I hit a, honestly, the rock bottom. And when you hit rock bottom, you, you really do soul searching. And for me, 
I, I felt like I had these superhuman powers because when you, for humans, we're in survival mode and I was in survival mode. I had to figure it out. I wasn't going to go on the streets. And uh, I, for a week there, it really hurt. And for me mentally, I felt like I let my girlfriend down and I let everybody down. But I, I made a pivot. I got out of it. I put a plan together and I ended up doing a crowdfunding campaign. And that next month we raised 26 grand and uh, I got out of the hole. And I guess what I, I learned out of that situation is, for one, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But uh, that, that happened for a reason. You know, I'm glad that company never went through because it probably would have been the worst for me in the future. But it, it showed me that, you know, at that time, I thought that I was already going to become a millionaire and make millions of dollars. It was going to happen so easy. It doesn't happen that easy. It's always harder. Whatever you think it takes times it by 10. And I, that really humbled me and made me realize that, you got to go with the punches. And my whole thing is live to grind. You have to grind through times when you don't want to grind. I like, there's times I don't want to turn on the camera and create uh, content, but I do it because I know I have to. But I think about that person on the other side of the camera who may be thinking about taking their life or who may be thinking about uh, not going forward with their idea. But since they saw my video, it changed their life. And I found that every time I'm tested to, to where laziness kicks in, like, oh, I don't want to create the extra video or create that show. I'm like, screw it. I'm going to do it. And when I do it, I feel like I always get rewarded in some way. So the moral of that whole story is always push to the max. And when you feel like you're on a rock bottom, just keep going. You have to keep going, push through the obstacles. There's always a way. And, and don't let just know the work that you do is bigger than you. There's other people out there you're helping. So don't let it be all emotional about yourself. It's, it's bigger than you and the work that you can, can help others. And, and that was, I guess, what I learned from that situation from <laughs> losing it all. <laughs> Hey, thanks for going real human being on us in that one. <laughs> because yeah, I mean, you got to be real. <laughs> right, right. And I think that we also, you know, the day that we decide or, or know and are wise to the fact that we are imperfect is the day that like our world expands even more. The moment I like eased up on myself and went, you know what? You can make some mistakes, but you don't want to keep making the same mistakes. That's the key right there. Don't... You make a mistake, you learn from it, and you make a pivot and don't make it again. And that's, that's what I've learned. You're, right. Again, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to make a lot when you're, you're making a lot of decisions, but get better. And again, if you surround yourself with the right kind of people, they're going to help you so you don't make as many mistakes. Yeah. Yeah, that's the truth. That is the truth. Brandon, where can we uh, find more of you? Yeah, so... You can find anything I'm doing at uh, livetogrind.com. We have a podcast show. We're coming out with a, a show ourselves, and uh, we all have all kinds of content there for you guys to consume. But also, if you guys love Think and Go Rich, and and if you want to to actually be a part of everything that's coming out, which Joel is a big part of, and I'm a part of, which by the way, it's it's an honor, brother, to to be able to yes. say we're in this film. I'm I'm so excited for it. Yep. But uh, if you go to thinkthelegacy.com, uh, you can actually be notified for when we actually do uh, launch this here worldwide. But it is going to be releasing sometime in October. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to hanging out with you too, man. Yeah, you too, brother. It's going to be a huge month. It's going to be huge for the world too. Like this book is a classic. I mean, come on. Like the way the movie's put together too, uh, you can actually see the trailer online, can't you? We've got it on YouTube. Just type in Think the Legacy 
Think and Grow Rich. And uh, the trailer is epic. The way that they do the scenes based out of the book is like some real National Geographic, like next level, great grading, super high quality, uh, you know, great camera angles and directing. Yeah, it's next level. It's not just your average like documentary or film. It's it's next. This level. This is a real sure. deal. Like uh, you, they, yeah. we have the three feet from gold scene, the Henry Ford. Like, dude, I, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm stoked. Yeah, it takes you in because they're reenactments of of these amazing people. So, yeah, I I love it, man. I'm super jazzed up about it. I can't wait to get it out there with everybody in the world just to share that and to get the good uh good message out there about think and grow rich. So, Brandon. At the end of every interview, uh, we always end the interview with this question. And the question is, if you were to deliver your last 30-second speech to the world, what would that last 30 seconds sound like? We all have a gift. We all have the gift and we need to give it to the world. And just know this, whatever your mind conceives and your mind conceives and believes, your mind can achieve. Whatever you think about the most is what you become. Set your goal and set it high and work your butt off until you achieve it. Because just to know this, you have to create something great and become unforgettable because life is too short not to.